Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 206, Money with Giles Croft. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Changeable. In this episode, I'm talking with my friend and colleague, Giles Croft, about money. He pointed out to me uh, that I didn't have any episodes about money, and he was right. So we made one. So we just have a really free-flowing discussion. It really was no plan here whatsoever uh, about money, about how it looks, about what I, there's some huge things that stand out to me from our conversation. But I think the thing about money is, of course, it's no different than anything else in life, but it, it gives us an opportunity to see our projections really, really clearly, maybe more so than, than a lot of other things. Everything is a projection. So I'm not saying that money is more a projection than anything else. It, it can't be. Everything we see is through the veil of our own thinking. So it's all projection. But money is one that people have a lot on. When, when even that expression, when you say you have a lot on it, it means you have a lot of made up thinking about it. You have a lot that your mind is making up, really, or that someone else's mind made up and gave to you all of that conditioning, all of those old beliefs that get passed down, totally creative, totally invented, and then projected onto something 100% neutral, which is money. Money is completely and fully neutral. And as we all know, it really doesn't look and feel that way very often. So it gives us this great opportunity to see all of our thinking. And so we talk about that in this conversation. We talk about all the made-upness around money, all the the sticky beliefs and how money looks so personal. Oh my gosh. And Giles and I both tell stories about starting our businesses, going from um being well-paid working for someone else to being not so well-paid starting off working for ourselves and how even that ebbs and flows and how, how, as he says, there just is no straight line that goes from money to happiness, you know, the way that our mind wants to tell us there is. And, and you can see that when you look back. And I really encourage you to look back at your life and see if you can see that there really is no the, no perfect connection or correlation the way that our mind swears there's going to be. So we talk about the idea of security. We talk about the idea of there being enough or or what even is enough, how that's so completely made up. Um, Giles pointed out, which is so huge, that everything is incredibly fluid. And money, for some reason, because our mind just wants to hang on to it and equate it with security, is not seen as fluid. So not only is money itself and our financial status, whatever that means, how much money you have in any given moment, super fluid. And through a lifetime, oh my gosh. I mean, I think almost everyone has gone through times of having very, very little to having more than enough and maybe not everyone, but there's a, a huge range there, right? We fluctuate a lot and our mind won't show us that. And again, that's just the actual money. So our experience is even more fluid than our financial status. And again, we keep pointing back to how they aren't connected 
the way our mind wants us to think they are. So I love the way this this conversation unfolded. Uh, it was fun. It was really fun to have. And I hope that you hear something in this that kind of lightens your load around money or or at least helps you see how money is nothing. <laughs> it is neutral. There, It means absolutely nothing. And so when it doesn't feel that way, that's just pointing us back to our own thinking. Now, Giles also gave an update, which didn't get recorded, uh, and I wanted to share it with you. So he was a guest on episode number 94, which was ages ago, because now he's on 206. But in episode 94, um, his mother had just passed, and it was really recent, within a few weeks. And he was having a really amazing experience of grieving that. And I really encourage you to listen if that sounds of interest to you. Uh, he he was just really seeing a lot about how grief and death and, and emotion and missing someone and all of that just doesn't have to be the way that society tells us that people in life and all the conditioning, you know, how we're supposed to feel and how it's supposed to go. Uh, his experience certainly didn't. And um, it was a really beautiful conversation. And so at the end of that one, we kind of joked or kind of said, hey, we need to do, we need to come back and do an update on this because maybe it just hasn't hit you yet. <laughs> maybe you're, this is what the naysayers would say, right? Maybe, oh, he was just in denial. It hadn't hit him yet. And and all of this stuff was going to show up in this horrible, you know, difficult, heavy way at some point. And so now we're, I don't know, a year and a half maybe out from that. Um, and he passed along an update that his experience of grief and missing his mother uh, it, it really didn't change a whole lot from from when we spoke back in episode 94 that he can feel sad and he can miss her and he can think about how wonderful it was and he goes to where she used to live and and visits once in a while and feels all of that and it and it just doesn't have to be such a problem that that death can be so beautiful and grief can be so beautiful and grief is really just love, right? Grief is just love. So anyway, I, I wish I had it in his words, but uh, we had to run. So I'm just passing it on this way. Uh, so check out episode 94 as well um, and enjoy this one on money. Hey, Giles, thank you for coming back on Changeable. You're a two-time guest. I am. I'm privileged. Thanks so much for having me back. It's great to be here. Really looking forward to this. Yeah, I'm. I am too. And uh, and as we were just saying before we hit record, we're both really looking forward to it because we have no idea what's gonna what's gonna happen. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about money. <laughs> we are. Bring it on. Yeah. So it's funny, you know, like like we were we were saying, you know, everything's a projection. I mean, everything that we see is is just how our mind gives it to us, and uh, everything equally so. But money is such an interesting place to see it, you know. So there's this this thing we call money that's so inherently neutral. It's just a it's just people use it for stuff. It is mm. so inherently neutral, and yet it's probably the least neutral topic there is. <laughs> it <laughs> so is. it's funny that to just see, wow, look at how our mind and our beliefs and our old conditioning just get thrust upon this neutral thing called money and then everybody runs around and tries to make more of it and solve all their feelings by having more or whatever whatever we do it's funny yeah yeah it is uh, it's uh, it, it's got to be like top of the list hasn't it when 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 we're feeling insecure 
it's like, well, it's, it's got to be something to do with money. <laughs> just go straight to the top of the list. The mind's, you know, rifling through its little filing system and going, right, okay, well, what, what, what could be the reasons for this feeling? Well, it's got, money's got to be in there somewhere, surely. And it's, it's just because it's got so much data about money that it's collected over the years and all these beliefs and everything. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a funny one for something that, like everything else, is inherently neutral but the amount of meaning that we place upon it. Yeah. I mean, I guess because our, because it just has come to look, like you said, like it's, it's going to make us secure. I mean, everything we do, right, it's just for a feeling we think we're going to get. But yes, it's like this giant belief, myth, story about money that, it, that it's equal to security in some way. And, and I think that's just one. Now, there's obviously people everyone has their own flavor of sort of story. Sometimes it's more about freedom that it brings. Sometimes it's more about worth. Like everyone's mind is going to make up their own stuff around it. But, but maybe beneath all that, and these are all just words, but you know, there's something about, yeah, worth, freedom, security. Mm. It's all been put on money. Mm. And, and just that alone is kind of huge to see. A feeling of security has just been projected onto this neutral blank thing that we call money. Mm-hmm. And then and then we just go out and look for the, more of the thing. Yeah. Do you, do, have you ever looked up the etymology of the word security? No. It's, uh, it's Latin. It's from uh, se, which means uh, free from or without, and cura, which means care. Mm-hmm. So to be secure is yeah. to be free from care. So to be financially secure is to be free, free from care about, and you know, any listener to this podcast knows where cares come from. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's like, you know, security at the end of the day is a, is a quiet mind or, you know, not, not being bothered by the activity of the mind is just, you know, to see it for what it is really. Yeah. Yeah. That makes so much sense. And it's, and, you know, we all know this, but to see something, so, so as we talk about it, we want to be free from, from all these painful thoughts about not having enough and all of the stuff. So, so we know, okay, let's look in the direction of what thought is, because mm-hmm. that's the problem here. If there's a problem, really, that's the cause of the suffering, right? Is believing all these stories. Yet, even knowing that, you know, it's still, it's like a, it's like a mind just skips over itself because it can't be the problem. <laughs> and it looks out there and it's like, oh, if I want to be free, I don't want to worry about money. So that means I just need to have X amount in the bank and then yeah. I won't worry about money anymore. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's absolutely crazy. I mean, um, I've, I think, you know, one of the reasons I, I suggested it as a topic is I said up front that, you know, I don't really, I'm not really a big money, but I'm not, don't, don't really know a whole great deal about money, but I've had an experience of money like, like we all have. And I've been sort of watching it over the years. And, you know, I had this, I had this career as a, um, as a, as a surgical trainee and, um, I was earning loads of money because uh, I was at the top of my pay grade as in, in a busy acute surgical specialty in a teaching hospital. Um, and I was, I was surrounded by, by money and, and, and it was a really big thing for me. And it was like, okay, so, um, this, there's this finish line I'm going to cross where I've got X amount of money and all of the things that it's going to buy me. And yet, 
I was in an environment surrounded by people who'd crossed already crossed that imaginary finish line. You know, they had it all and, and, and were doing incredibly fulfilling work and with very grateful patients and everything. And, um, but they, they weren't, they weren't all happy. And, and I think, you know, it's, it's fine looking back through the retrospectoscope, isn't it? But I think that's probably the, the first time that I sort of clocked, oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Maybe, maybe that story that I've been sold by my schooling, my parents about, yeah, so the way to do it is that you get a good solid job with security yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, money and a career path that you can see and it's fulfilling work and that equation that that equals happiness and so i think you know i i I sort of clocked it back then and the next job i moved on to because i moved out of that entirely my 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 salary halved and and i remember not wanting to take the job that i'd been offered i was like guys i can't take this job i can't live on that amount of money god knows what i was spending my money on back in those days i had absolutely no commitments whatsoever um but boy was i spending it and um and and yet yeah, those were some of the you know I, I was my circumstances had changed so much financially that 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 i, I started living a very simple life and it was absolutely wonderful. It was such a contrast. It was like it, it, it enabled me to see that 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 lots of money lifestyle that I was living it, in itself, you know, it it had consequences to it and stuff. And all of a sudden, so you know, I went from load of money to not much money. And there've been all these fluctuations ever since of having plenty, having next to nothing having set up my own my own practice and and yet almost on an entirely separate track is my experience of all that you know there's just there's there's no big arrow that goes between how much money is in my bank account and how much i feel it's so obvious when you go looking for it yeah yeah it really is it's 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 so fun to like see, oh my gosh, it's not, it doesn't have, that arrow does not exist. You know, mm. here I am at this place and I'm not feeling at all the way that my mind told me I would feel at this place. It's, it's funny, as you were telling that, I was thinking about, um, it used to look to me like I kind of had two choices. I could either make a lot of money, but not be very happy or like have a career that was just okay, but it made a lot of money. Now I thought the money would make me, at least the, the money would help, right? Like that would boost up the happiness a little bit. Or I could do work that I love and be really fulfilled there and then just be poor. I mean, it yeah. really, and it's just funny to think about that, how black and white it looked. And I think for a lot of people it does, especially as you're leaving a, a well-paying job and then starting your own thing or going into something that's brand new. I mean, that is, that's kind of true. You, you were not the happiness part, but the money part, right? You go from a great salary to next to nothing when you're starting something. But I, I guess, yeah, it's funny to see like how a mind will want to put those two extremes out there and kind mm-hmm. of tell you, you get to pick. And then to sort of lean into the reality of it, which is what you were just saying. It's like, no, there's all kinds of stuff in between. And it, it, it likes to prove itself right as well. Yeah. It likes to prove itself right. So if we've got that story going on, then it's going to find tons of evidence to support it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely tons of evidence. But 
what struck me hearing you talk then and uh, was that you know that we're everyone's listening to us having having this conversation and they they're, they're at a certain place and what we're saying might resonate or what we're saying might sound crackers or or not taking everything into consideration and i think what what i would say is is that that things change like things like really really change in a in a in a way that is outside our current frame of reference so we can't know it we don't have to worry about it but things just the natural order of things is to change and if you told me even 6 months ago that I'd be sitting on a podcast talking about money I've gone what are you kidding me? Because yeah. things change. Like you can't stop that from happening. So wherever you're at right now <laughs> with money, yeah, don't worry about it. Things will change. And when you say things change, I mean financial situations change, feelings about it change. Like yeah. everything's, it's all fluid. The whole thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what you think about it, how you see it, insights you've had around it, the circumstances you find yourself in, wow. yeah. You know, and it, again, it's, 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 it's that mind that likes certainty. It's like, right, I've got all this evidence so far from like, I've gathered all this data. So here you go, Giles. This is how it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And of course it's doing its best. Of course it's doing its best, but it's working on such limited data. It's, you know, like a ugh, speck of, sand on a beach it's crazy how little it knows that's so huge because you're right it it it, our mind will always take wherever we are right now and then just project it out into the future as if nothing's going to (laughs) change and and it's funny especially with with income and money and businesses and all of that kind of stuff i mean like it, it would be really, really odd if it stayed the same. It never stayed. Even, even if you, you know, work in a grocery store or something, you're going to get raises. Like things yeah. are going to shift and change. That yeah. it's just not this. Yeah, it's it's not it's not just a you know things stay as they are and maybe go up and down a little bit and, and you know financially. But again, with our expectations and desires and wants around it, I think that's mm-hmm. so huge to see. And our mind, you're right, will not will not be able to take into account the fluidity of life because it, how could it? It can't. Exactly. It, it doesn't know what it doesn't know. It, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's the unknown unknowns and the unknown unknowns come out of a field of limitless possibility. Yeah. I mean, that's the crazy thing. It's yeah. that the, the, the unknown unknowns come out of a field of, of unlimited possibility and, and the, the poor little mind just can't just can't comprehend well it just doesn't even know that it's there it's so it's uh yeah any anything's possible really i had a this is i haven't thought about this in a long time and this just reminded me i had a friend say to me once um we we had our first children at the same time like a couple weeks apart so we were really good friends when our kids were like babies and stuff and we'd get them together and everything and uh she was um, she was an attorney, but she had scaled way back to be with her baby and everything. And I was doing a similar thing. I was coaching, but I had kind of scaled back a little to be with my baby, except I had a lot of worry about it. My head was very much like, 
what am I doing? And I'm slowing down. And, and it, what if I lose all my business while I'm taking this little slow down break and all of this? And we weren't even talking about the topic, but we were just out for a walk one day. And I just remember her saying, I just figure, you know, I have my whole life to make money. And it, and it just hit me so much. It's like, here we were in our early 30s, right? Like, she's so right. She, what are we doing? We're taking six months or a year to slow down and be with babies. And she was just like, oh, yeah, well, next year I'll be 33 and I'll just make money for the next 30 years. And I had not, like, I couldn't even fathom that. I was like, oh, my gosh, and no, and this slowdown is going to continue forever. Mm. And it was like, it was such a one-off comment, but it, it really, like, expanded this from me. I'm like, oh, yeah exactly what you're saying things change and why do i think right now means anything yeah yeah i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't even conceive of the notion of having my own business i mean i i, I was an employee my my you know my, yeah. my parents were lower class were you know were working class and and they wanted a, a an education for their kids so they you know they shoved us both into these these vocational uh, careers. And, and so I never, ever questioned that. And, 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 and I saw people doing their own thing and I, and I just thought, well, that's obviously not me. I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I'm not made to do that stuff. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's, I don't know where they've got that from, but I, I don't know how they can do that sort of thing because I just couldn't do that kind of thing. And again, it's, it's it's this just such limited data that that all of those beliefs are coming from, and the only thing that that we need is 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 just to be open to the possibility of change. Yeah, is to be open to the possibility that things aren't as black and white as they seem. Yeah, well, this this might not be relevant to everyone, but I think it probably is to a lot of people. Like, kind of what you're saying, this this sort of employee mindset, if we want to say it that way, or, you know, and versus when we do want to go off and do our own thing. And like, like in your case, start your own coaching practice. And now, now it's on you to generate something or that's what my mm. mind says anyway, right. Mm. As opposed to just showing up somewhere, doing the job. And, yeah, yeah. and I just, I feel like that because of all the thinking and all the pressure we have on money, that probably dissuades a lot of people. I know it does dissuade a lot of amazing coaches who are such good coaches, but they have a similar story to what you used to have. Yeah. I'm a great coach maybe, but I'm not an entrepreneur or a solopreneur. So yeah. I just need to go be an employee. So yeah. yeah, like how, what shifted for you in that to kind of allow you to go out, put yourself out there more? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to say that there was a, that there was a, like a switch on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like right. Let's switch that one off. You guys, and we'll you switch guys that one by on. lightning that one day. That's right. That changed <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, my fingers in the socket. Um, yeah, but it, but it, it's, it's, it's. Oh man, it's so gradual. It's, it's been so gradual. Which I know. Again, the mind doesn't want to hear. You know, if somebody told me, Giles, it's going to take this long, mm-hmm. and every single, like, without. W- Without exception, every single financial m- milestone that you, that that you think you're going to cross or you're going to get to or that you don't want to go below, every single one of those is going to go by the wayside. If somebody had told me that in advance, I'd have run for the hills. I really would. Um, but the whole um, 
sort of really being my own boss, even that was kind of gradual. So, you know, I moved from being a clinician to being uh, essentially a researcher. And then um, I wanted to work more for myself. So I became uh, a, like a contractor really for the for, for people that I'd already previously worked with. So I never really had to go out and hustle for anything at all. But it was great because, you know, I had my own cool little email address and I was my own company now. <laughs> so again, it's like all, yeah. And um, a portfolio career as well, doing a, a lot of little things, you know, doing a little bit of that well, working, doing this one job for, for money mm-hmm. and then doing another job that doesn't pay very well, but is absolutely amazing. Like, you know, cycling around Europe and for the cycling magazine and being paid for that, which was just, so I'd had all these experiences and I don't know, it just got to a point where, um, actually cutting all the ties to any financial security and completely changing and leaving everything behind and starting from scratch was pretty much the only way I hadn't tried. (laughs) There's no way I could have, you know, there's no way I could have jumped in at the point I'm at now all those years ago. And I think that's another important, another important um, lesson that I've learned really is that that it, it happens in the right way for you. It, it, I mean, again, like when you think about it, there's no way it could happen any other way, but of course it's going to happen in, in the right way for you. Wow. The problem is, is that especially in this world that we're in, this, this beautiful community of, you know, change workers, that, that we're busy looking at these little curated versions of how everyone else is doing it and thinking that we, and again, our mind takes this very, very limited bit of data and it spins out a story of, well, things should be like this now and you should be earning this amount of money now. And none of it's true. I remember turning up for a, a coaching session of my own once in a right funk and, and I was absolutely miserable. And I was like, I just, I can't. It's it's just it's just not working. And my coach asked me. She just said, "Well, um, who says?" <laughs> well, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> who says? It's like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I made all of that up. That's awesome. I made all of that up. Yeah. And all of the all of the stress just dissipates instantly when you see that. I think that's so huge that you're right. I mean, I think if we really looked, it's so gradual and messy and all over the place for everyone. And that's just, mm. it's not, it doesn't even make sense to call it gradual and messy because that's just how it is. You know, mm. like even though it's kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah, labels yeah, yeah. and judgments, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. What's gradual? But, what's messy? Exactly. But But you're right. We have so much thinking about well, I'm a professional and I've invested this much and I've been doing it for this long. And so mm. therefore I should be here or there and it shouldn't look a certain way. And man, if we can just see how made up that is. Who and says? Just let, yes, who says? Just let life show us. Life is not doing it wrong. You know, there is no is no path. Um, I, I beat myself up a lot in the earlier years of my coaching practice because I, it, it was kind of in the the heyday of law of attraction and all of that. And I was around a lot of new coaches who were very much like, I'm just going for it. I'm going to believe in myself and I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to, you know, cut off all my income. I'm going to burn all the boats. That was a big thing. People said, burn the boats. You can't turn back. I'm going to make this work. And I was like, I'm not. 
Yeah. Hell no, that is not, that is just not how I am, especially yeah. with money. And I'm fine with that. But at the time I wasn't, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, like what's wrong with me? And am I, am I not, do I not believe in myself? Of course, all the other hidden stuff you think must be behind it. But I look back now and I had a full-time job for years while I was building mm. my coaching practice. And thank God I did. That's how it had to be for me. And intuitively yeah. I knew, no, I'm not a burn the boats person in this case because that will throw me into a tizzy and I won't coach well and whatever. I knew that, but I couldn't articulate it and I couldn't get, you know what I mean? But, but yeah. either way, it's like life lives us just like with you. It's like life was living you to do all the things that made sense. And yeah. then, and then to your point, which is so huge about all of this, it's always changing anyway. Mm. You can't stop it even if you try. Yeah. You can't stay in one place. Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. Like, who says? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who I just says? feel like there's a lot of, I hope, a lot of freedom for people already in this conversation to just yeah. see how much we have on it and all of it is made up. Yeah. I did, I did I often used to wonder, because I, I spoke about career change for you know, like a decade after I'd left, after I'd left surgery. And, and, I, and I used to tell them these inspiring tales of, look, you know, you can leave behind this vocational, this vocational career and do stuff that you really want to. And, you know, by this time I'd had my health informatics consultancy and the cycling magazine and everything. But I was always left with a, a, a little bit of a wonder. It's like, I, I hope that, that by showing them the highlights, that, that they don't, that it doesn't actually put them off. Yeah. Because it's, it's very, very easy Again, when you're presented with very limited data, the, the mind is going to fill in all the gaps. Mm-hmm. And, and where it doesn't know about all of those gradual steps and the fact that literally the only thing you can do is do the next thing that makes sense in each given moment, you know, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do anything else. Wow. And when they, when they obviously they don't see any of that, well, their minds fill in the gaps and go, oh, oh, well, um, th- well, and God knows what story they were coming up with, but it, it but it, I was, I was a little bit uneasy. It's like, I, I know, I know it sounds like it's been all sort of magical and la di da, and, and, and I want to open you up to the idea of possibility here because at the moment you're stuck in that employment mentality. You've got very, very narrow view on life understandably because you've just been through medical school and you don't know anything else but at the same time this isn't about me this isn't because i'm different or something it's just i just want to point you to some general principles about how i've seen it work you know i think that's always um sort of a potential pitfall i feel that all the time too like i always want to tell like my coaches and stuff you know like don't you want to share what you've been through and share how it's gone for you. But then you can see that minds will just take that and say, Oh, well, good for her. That's because of this, that, and the other thing, you know? And like, so yeah. I think that we're probably always up against that because we're always talking to a mind that's filtering it. And yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I'm always so, very clear in my workshops where, where, not, where, you know, get, get drawing stories out of the, out of the people there because it's, it's so easy for, for a mind to say, well, it's all right for you. Right. And then just draw a line and literally just pull down the shutters and go, there's nothing for me here. And that's a real shame. 
So it's, you know, it's drawing other people's stories out of them so that everybody in these group settings can see that, oh, 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 yeah. Look, look, the change that they've seen. It's brilliant. It's interesting, too, with these money stories, you know, that we are just conditioned with them. We're just, they're just hand-me-downs. We hear our parents talk about money. We see how they are with money. We either adopt that without realizing it or sometimes we reject it without realizing it. Like I saw a parent constantly stressed about money and I said, forget that. Money's I'm gonna money's gonna be important to me then because I don't mm. want to you know, I thought that meant stress. So mm. but like all the stuff that we have no idea is all just getting formed into these filters through mm. which we see life forever. And I think we even just how I just said it, it sounds kind of big and overwhelming. <laughs> um, but but how how do you think we can like spot these, you know, Mm. we all have them, whether we realize it or not. And obviously our feelings show us and our, our behaviors around money show us. If you, if you are starting a business or something and you're afraid to ask for money, well, that's showing you there's something in there, you know, but I don't know. Is there any other way that we can kind of spot these stories, even when we don't really know what the story is? Yeah. Well, isn't it the same as anything else that we work with? Again, we're putting money, we're putting money no, on a different, totally different, different. <laughs> different pedestal, aren't we? It's like, God, those pesky money beliefs, they're worse than all the other beliefs, aren't they? And it's, so, uh, you know, when I'm working with individuals or with groups, it's like we spend very, very little time talking about the thing that, it is that, that we think we've got the problem with yeah. and just getting a, a, a deeper appreciation of, of of how we're experiencing it all, in, including money, yeah. you know, how we're experiencing life. Where does that experience come from? Yeah. Where do the feelings come from? And, and without us having to shine a light specifically on whatever it is we think we're worried about, the shift in perspective happens way upstream and sometimes without even noticing, mm-hmm. often without even noticing, yeah. the thing that we were worried about has just been swept away. It's so much easier there. <laughs> we're not, <laughs> yeah, no, not, in, we're not about, drowning in all the details yeah, 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 downstream. Talk about path of least resistance. <laughs> it's like, wouldn't it be easier if? <laughs> yeah. I think like you mentioned earlier too, it's so helpful to see, to get out of our own heads and to see everybody has so many different conflicting beliefs about money. And so do we, you know, mm. to your point earlier, like, like there have been moments we can be convinced that, that we'd feel better with more money. Mm. Yet some of our happiest moments were when we had nothing like we, but we don't, you know, mind won't let us see all of that. But uh, yeah, like you just hear these things. Oh, well, well, everybody feels this way and everybody knows money and everybody, mm. you know, and so for people to kind of share stories all over the place, um, like when my friend just made that one-off comment and I was like, oh yeah, there's another way to see this, that mm. it's not how I'm seeing it. I mm. just think all of that is so helpful. So anytime money or anything feels less than neutral, which is most of the time less yeah. than free, yeah. then that's just showing us, I guess, right? Like, okay, yeah. there's some thought there. Yeah. 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 And, and I mean, one of the biggest insights I had recently was, um, about it, you know, all sort of all being on my shoulders 
uh, on you know on this Giles character that Giles is the one who has to go out there and get all the money and everything and it's like yeah Giles doesn't exist mate and um, and and so I'd kind of it, I, I'd I'd got I'd got this sense that 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 maybe I was I was trying too hard and 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 that I was making it all about me yeah rather than just being present to what life was showing me in all these moments yeah and and that that was a weight off my shoulders and then I had a conversation with someone and I and there was something he said that where I just saw the other side of the equation as well which is like oh so when it when it does all go right when money appears when business takes off that's not happening for me either or right. to me yeah. <laughs> that was another like huge piece of the jigsaw i was like oh my word yeah n- like n- like n- n- not the not the get, getting not the wishing the getting or the receiving none of it's to do with trials yeah. it's just that we're and it, you know it's so hard to articulate but just being <laughs> just being just being an element of this thing we call life that is look appears to be abundant i only have to look outside my window and there's trees and there's grass and there's flowers and there's birds and there's people is thriving and i i can't ever be separate from that yeah it's just that's just that's what i am and and then and then in comes that clunky little voice that goes yeah but you did this i did i did that and mm-hmm. oh yeah now the universe is on my side it's like well there is no there are no sides <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> and again it's just it, it, you know you asked well how you know how do we how do we unearth some of those beliefs well for me whenever i have a little shift like that that's really stuck with me it's really stuck with me it just it just enables me to relax and not take everything so seriously. And some money beliefs that maybe I had or was aware of or not aware of uh, just don't, you know, just don't seem to feature anymore. Yeah. Yeah. When it looks like it's on us or there's, or it has anything to do with us, it just, Oh my gosh, all the stories about deserving and earning mm. and worth and, you know. It's so heavy, isn't it? Oh, so heavy. And there's so many of those, so many. I mean, how often do you see people that just feel like they need, they need to earn it if they're going to have it? And that means that it needs to, whatever their mind's making up about that, it needs to be not fun or it need like, I think that was probably mine, right? It's like, no, if you want money, you have to suffer for it in some way. And Oh yeah, yeah, yes, just all of that. <laughs> but but you're right. I mean, again, the way upstream way to see this is like obviously when we're chopping life up into me and deserving and not and all of that, like then we're on a mind is chopping life up, <laughs> and that's yeah. not real. That's not the truth of it. It's just this crazy choppy experience that's going to feel really choppy and full yeah. of high ups and down really low lows and yeah and every single one of them means something. Everything's about you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like about my character or my personality or 
Oh, yeah. I'm not able to do this or that or the other. Yeah. Yeah, there's something really freeing too about sort of imagining life. This is just a, something I like to do. Imagining like life with no money. Imagining like like almost, you know, sometimes people do this in coaching. Like, okay, if there's a big, huge fear that's weighing on someone, like, well, let's just go there because just look at it. What if that did mm. happen? What what mm. what's what gonna happen, right? And and when I've sort of explored that in the past, it's like, wow, it's kind of freeing to to not have anything, to not even be working toward something. And mm. I don't know, all, all of uh, anything that feels heavy, I just think it's so fun to sort of just experiment with that in, in your mind, you know? And so often we're completely... we our ideas about it are the complete opposite of what we think. Like you would think if you're worried about money, your mind would say, okay, so just go get a bunch more and hoard it, you know, and then you'll feel okay. And sometimes it's just the opposite of that. Like who knows? Mm. Who mm. says? Mm. <laughs> who says? Yeah. Wow. I love this discussion. I think, uh, I just, I think it's really cool to see. I think it, it, lightens up so much that we don't even know that we're carrying around about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, um, there's, you know, we, we, we can't escape the little filing system we're carrying around with us of all of our experiences and everything that we've been told and everything, but we, we can get a deeper appreciation of kind of like what, sits outside that and what you know isn't there not like there's even an inside and an outside but it's like oh good grief words words <laughs> it's what uh what underpins it what yeah swimming in it all i don't know but um to see that it's not true to to see that it's just all it's all that software that we developed thousands of years ago that's still Oh, I don't know. It's not even Windows 95, is it? It's much older than that. Windows 75. It's not, not, not any updates for a very, very long time. But we can. This is the beauty of this work, isn't it? You know, it's like that whole software software update analogy is, is great. Yeah, sure. We're, you know, we're humans and to be human is to, is to run a script, is to run a program. But you can, you know, through insight and realization and bits of that bits unnecessary bits can fall away and yes. so that the program that we're running what makes sense to do in any given moment that comes along yeah. it's just different there's nothing we have to do it's just it's all about what makes sense to us in any moment that comes along it's, that's just why this works so beautiful and to see that Money, it can't possibly be a problem because there there is no such thing, really. We're feeling our own projection onto mm. money, right? Mm. Which I think is what's really amazing in that is it allows for the things that feel so strong and icky and bring the most suffering for us. And it's like those get to be our our way in to see more about what's really going on, yeah. you know? So yeah. if you're really suffering around money right now, Hey, it ain't money's fault. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good news. Well, you need to see yeah. that. Like all that's yeah, yeah. showing you is that there's a yeah. lot of thinking that looks real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all all of it. It's it's crazy. It's all just this little tap on the shoulder. Yeah. It's just a little helpful tap on the shoulder. 
it's like there's this little area of life that where it where it all looks solid and real and meaningful and and uh and yeah you end up looking for answers and you know you and me both we've ended up you know stumbling across this understanding one way or another mm-hmm. and you know that came from a place of suffering of some description you know of of, of seeking of uh, an area of life where it didn't seem to make sense and therefore I was looking for answers and look what life delivered and it doesn't yes. mean to say that I'm not <laughs> going to spend the rest of my days having little blind spots where I don't see it and right. but ever, but now it's it, I'm way more likely again the the, the 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 script has been updated the software that's running is, is is a bit more recent it's a bit more closely aligned with reality as best as we can tell eh and um and therefore the what i find myself doing is is you know it's just different behavior just changes around things yeah cool thank you so much giles i love this conversation the change coach home study course provides a foundation that allows you to help people become free of habits anxiety and all forms of suffering the course focuses on your own understanding of what's true of all people and how change works You experience your own personal transformation so that you can guide others with conviction and clarity. As your grounding deepens, you'll learn the ins and outs of having conversations that allow people to see their own health. You'll get to watch several full coaching sessions that will be debriefed and discussed. You'll get lessons on issues that commonly arise in working with others. You'll hear from seasoned practitioners such as Mavis Karn and Mark Howard, and you'll get my latest business building workshop. And that's just some of what you get. There's actually much more in this amazing course. The Change Coach Home Study course is perfect for you if you're already working with people, either as a coach, therapist, or maybe in HR, education, or business, or if you've never worked with people in this way, but you're ready to expand your grounding and see if coaching is for you. The newly expanded and improved Change Coach Home Study course is normally $2,500, but is currently discounted to just $15.75 for members of Student Access Plus. Best of all, if you decide to go through the six-month live Change Coach certification course with me in 2023, what you pay toward the home study course goes toward your tuition. Check out the full details, payment plans, and everything about this in-depth and new and improved training course at dramiejohnson.com slash changecoachtraining the home study course. And the link is in the show notes.